Hey guys, we are here for episode number one of the Asphalt and Apps podcast. I'm Hayden. This is Zach. Uh, we run a contracting business based out of Denver, Colorado. Zach's the owner of it. It's called National Pavement Partners. Um, through that, we also started a mobile app company for property managers and contractors as well uh, called Spot On Site. So we're kind of bridging the gap of the construction and technology space. And uh, we have a lot of good, helpful tips and pointers that we want to bring out and help uh, other contractors kind of raise the game. So um, that's what our whole podcast is going to be about. So, you know, I'm excited to yeah. jump into this and yeah, me too. Uh, see where it goes. But, um, you know, we were kind of talking briefly about our mission and like, What's the whole objective with starting a podcast besides, you know, getting views? What, it, what in your opinion, is the reason why we're doing this? I think for us, it's raising awareness um, to our clients, uh, to our competitors in the space, and other contractors as well, too, that, that really need help. I feel like um, contracting is generally labeled as blue collar. And so with blue collar comes a little bit of a, a stigma, um, one of which is being, you know, a little bit behind or kind of stuck in their ways, so to speak, where it's the good old boys. And I think as time has progressed over the last, you know, 10 years or so, we've seen so many changes uh, from the social media aspect to technology to even equipment, yep. um, you know, we've got self-driving cars. Now we've got, um, you know, pieces of equipment that are GPS related that can get down to, you know, a fine granite. And so us kind of bringing everything full circle and, you know, raising awareness from a customer aspect and a contractor side helps bring up the industry standard. And I think that's really the goal for for what we're trying to accomplish. What do you think? Yeah, like you said, raising the industry standard. And I think, you know, since I've been in the space and even taking an outside step at looking at contracting as a whole, it's not looked upon as like, it's it's almost a, a negative association with being a contractor. You hear, oh, my contractor did this, my contractor was late, my contractor couldn't get done on time. Uh, they charged me this price to get it done. You know, there's a lot of negatives already in the contracting space. And so we already talked about having the black eye, but for us, we're in the asphalt paving industry, which is like two black eyes, you know, double <laughs> you, black eye. Exactly. You get, the, the you get the gypsies space. that are coming through, yep. the gypsies that everyone talks about, the fly-by-night companies um, that yep. are always, you know, hey, I've got some extra asphalt, I got some extra sealer, let me seal your parking lot or your driveway. And you, everyone's got, you know, same thing with roofs, you Take know, your money those horror stories. Yep. Absolutely. So, I mean, there's already a lot of stigma, bad stigma associated with, um, you know, what we, what industry we're in, but we've seen success personally through national pavement partners by taking a different approach. Absolutely. You know, and like you said, raising the standard, we raised our standards on all aspects from initial point of contact with speed. Um, you know, proposal presentation, communication, obviously our product speaks for itself, but uh, we became almost kind of a well-rounded 
company and which is why we've seen a ton of growth and you know i truly feel like we have a lot of things that we can help out other contractors looking to scale like we have absolutely yep when we first started npp the idea was okay this company is going to be bigger than what we can self-perform um because we know the need for uh, communication good contracting good workmanship uh, uh, transparency was lacking so much if we could put together a tool or you know a, a process that collaborates everybody from the field to the customer that incorporates photos pictures videos yep. we knew that okay we're not always going to be able to self perform this type of stuff but we also knew that there were good contractors in the space that could uh, perform good work they lacked on communication they didn't have the right project management and so if we were able to project manage the jobs right make sure that customers were getting what we were specking um, adding some uh, technology to it as well too then that brings the gap a little bit better brings it closer and like you said we've been able to round everything out so now we've got self-performing crews we've got a lot of subs that work underneath us we call it our our certified partner network yep so we vet them we make sure that they're a good company make sure that they carry the right insurances, um, but then we you know, act as an extension of their team and them of ours as well too. And you know, it's, been a, it's been a good model for us and I think um, there's a lot to be said for it. Yeah, and you know, not only on the production and sales side of it, but um, we've learned a lot from the back end side of it. So you know, we're one of the, I would like to say one of the louder contractors in the space when it comes to marketing. Yeah. Um, a lot of contractors are missing marketing, missing stuff like SEO and paying companies to help them out with that. Um, and then, you know, like social media has been huge for us as well. So we're, we're trying to lead industries and lead the construction space to becoming more, um, tech friendly, you know, more ahead of the game because supposedly I've heard the stats like contracting is 10 to 15 years behind right. all other industries. Yep. So we need to change that, change that standard. Um, and hopefully we can lead the way in becoming that. Yeah. Yep. I agree with you hundred percent. And you know, a lot of, a lot of people, a lot of other contractors in the space might might think that's odd because you know people might say well why are you giving away your game plan or why are you giving away free game to your competitors um, to me I personally feel like if we're all raising the bar together that brings the industry standard up yep. which brings better quality better margins um, brings awareness up so we can get people on better cycles and um, ultimately you know help a lot of people as well. Yeah, and I think the end result of that is you raise the industry standard, we're able to build now good solid relationships with the customers that we want. You know, there's tons of work to go around. And that's the thing is there's a lot of contractors and you know, our competition stuff has scarcity mindset. Yep. Yeah, you know how many bids we send out every year, we're gonna lose some, we're gonna win some, we're gonna lose some, some are gonna get tabled, but to be able to open your eyes and 
learn that, you know, it's not a dog eat dog world out there. It's like, you know, we all, everybody can eat from the, from their own plate. It's a big plate, man. It's a huge plate and you can't, there's no way anybody could possibly fill it. So, yep. um, you know, just kind of opening up people's eyes instead of, you know, being focused on everybody else. Why don't you be focused on what your company's doing, what you can control how you guys operate in the back and then make yourselves better if you do want to truly scale. Absolutely, absolutely. I think there's different sectors for different types of companies, like you said, um, you know, from new com new construction, commercial type stuff to municipal work, uh, reconstruction, private commercial, um, HOA, yep. single family. There's just so much and, um, and everyone is there. There's different experts in different areas as well. And so, uh, there's plenty to go around. Yeah. Plenty to go around. You know, what I think would be fun is, you know, we're just kind of, we're just starting this app or this uh, podcast, excuse me, but to see where it takes us. And, you know, we want to be a resource for contractors specifically um, coming in the tech space, but also um, on the other side, being a resource for our property manager customers, facility manager customers. I would love to bring on these kinds of people in different trades, whether they own the business, you know, their help in management level and get people's different perspectives, different takes, because it's not a one size fits all, but majority of these businesses are ran pretty much the same. Yep. But they're missing on it's whether they're missing stuff or not. Absolutely. So I think it'd be fun to bring people on and oh, I think so too. Just see, you know, where it goes. And, yep. Yep. Uh, we, What's crazy is like, you know, I think about our space in, in asphalt, concrete paving um, now, like within the tech world and, and applications and all these softwares that we're into building already, you know, a lot of companies are in the in the mix of, OK, build them, sell them, build them, sell them, build them, sell them. You know, with with NPP, we've gotten to the point where I'm like, man, this is becoming a really strong piece of our legacy. And um, seeing, you know, how technology plays through in the future, you know, with what I had mentioned earlier, you know, electric cars, self-driving cars, um, the equipment is starting to get to be smarter and smarter, yeah. so to speak. Yep. There's going to be some crazy stuff that we see in our lifetime. Um, by the time we're getting ready to hand this thing down to the younger generation, and uh, I would love for our company to be at the forefront of that, you know, leading the pack for that type of stuff. And I think that's one, you know, if we were gonna say like that was gonna be our legacy, um, I feel like that would be a big piece of what I want, want to accomplish in our time here. Absolutely, and uh, you know, you and I have almost kind of opposite stories, especially, you know, I went to college, went to school for something that was not in construction. I did a ton of construction work coming up from high school through college. But after that, you know, my career was in exercise science is what I was supposed to go into and I happened to land here. But you are truly a product of a contracting family. Um, how long like you know, how long ago did your parents have a business or how did that all start for you? Yeah, yeah, no, I appreciate you asking. Um, I was born in 87. My parents started Seoko Asphalt in 88, okay. uh, small town north of Denver called Fort Collins. Um, so that was uh, primarily, you know, asphalt patching, some small paving, seal coating, and uh, they got into the point where they were subcontracting some, some fair amount of concrete work as well. 
Um, when I was younger, they just kind of instilled to me at a very young age, hey, you're gonna be working. I, I used to race motocross, right? And oh, so yeah. they would um, they would tell me, if you're gonna ride motocross, you're gonna buy your own bikes because they're expensive. Yeah, they are. And so- I don't even know what a bike goes for, 10 grand, 20? It was like, I think the one that I had was 2,500 and it took me okay. all summer to work up enough money to be able to buy it. Yep. And, um, you know, what they got me going through at a very young age was working for the family business. And so parking lot striping eventually grew to working on the cruise, then running the cruise. Um, I ended up starting my own business at a pretty young age as well too. And I've lost it all too. You know, I lost it all in the 08, 09 recession era. So uh, we've had some humble beginnings, yep. seen a little bit of significance along the way. Um, but then they were, they sold to another company out of the Midwest. And, and to be honest with you, man, uh, that was probably one of the main reasons why we have been able to become the company that we are now. It was like uh, a college experience for me. So I didn't go to college, but- um, the School of hard knocks. Exactly, USC, school yeah. of hard knocks. Uh, got to learn business on a different level. Yep. And with a very forward thinking company as well too. Yep. And so very grateful <clears throat> for those endeavors and, and uh, that piece of my journey um, up to this point. So that's kind of how I got started, man. Yeah, which and is- the rest I is mean, history. Yeah, it's yeah. awesome where I love hearing your story too. Yeah, man. It's totally different. I mean, you were, you know, you said you had, you go to school in high school, then you go stripe parking lots after. So, you know, I, in high school, as a high school kid, you're able to afford a nice car and, you know, you're rolling into much better cars, but you paid for all that. You know what I mean? Look, and, man, <clears throat> I didn't ditch a whole lot of, a, lot, a whole lot in high school. And if I did ditch, I would usually bring some, somebody who was with me who was ditching and we would go work a little bit early and then we'd make some money together and you know, I'd pay him cash and I didn't really know how to run a business. I was just, yeah, I was a, it was a high school hustle, man. Yeah. <laughs> so I love it. Yeah, man. Dude, not a lot of yeah kids nowadays, the high schools, they have jobs, but to be your own kind of entrepreneur in a sense is, is pretty yeah. amazing. Yeah, thanks. Um, thanks. Oh, I'm having a little brain fog. What my question was. Oh, so I think a big part too, and what kind of brought me up to that is there's a gen younger generation coming down. And I know for me, for my college experience, it's like, yeah, I had a great time, but 0% am I using my degree? And there's tons of other people who are in the same boat. And <clears throat> even if their family didn't start off as contractors, you know, going to college and or or becoming a contractor going to trade school was never even a thought no so you know more and more whatever or whatever it was almost like frowned upon to it, it was right? like it was, it, it was like uh that's good but it's not good enough yeah you know i i i mean you kind of get that that consensus at times from when you're talking about it right yeah like the idiots go to yeah you know, trade school you know sure I mean? when realistically these trades these trades in the industry like whether you're a plumber and hvac tech whatever you can make some great money you can make a great living by doing that and not spending you know x amount of money going to whatever college you want for yep. some degree which now a bachelor's degree in my opinion is pretty much like a wash you know, sure it's like sure that's like a high school degree so it doesn't or a high school diploma so it doesn't do much so you know hopefully we can put a perspective on contracting is a cool space to be in it's a lot of hard work um, a lot of logistics go into it but you know if you really want to have 
number one, job security, because it will never stop or slow down. Yep. Um, and you want to build a good life for yourself, your family. Contracting is a cool trade, or there's plenty of cool trades in the contracting space that you can jump into. I agree 100%, and I, uh, I really like that, and I would absolutely co-sign that. Um, raising awareness for the younger generation, you know, I've, even through Instagram, we get younger people that write us all the time, hey, what you're doing is so cool, like, what do you do? Yeah. I'm like, man, you know, you can do the same thing. It, it takes a lot of grit, uh, yeah. perseverance, but, um, you know, grabbing people from a younger generation and, and letting them know, hey, you know, college is absolutely an option here, but there are other options as well too. Um, you know, what works for some people isn't always necessarily what works for others. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't a great student in school, um, but you know, you learn through life lessons def differently. And so, oh, yeah. you know, you add the two of those together at times and then you get something special. Absolutely, and really like no college degree will teach you real life, real world experience like actually being in the industry. Yep. So, yep. you know, get to work as fast as you can. Um, going over before we start, you know, we're not gonna, we're probably gonna have another episode on this because obviously we started Spot On Site, which was a mobile app to help our, um, our clients and ourselves perform better, um, provide better presentations, and then manage our projects a lot better. Um, how, in your opinion, has technology helped National Payment Partners or our contracting business? Yeah, great question. So National Payment Partners, when we started it, our differentiator was we're going to enhance the customer experience tenfold. Uh, from a project management standpoint, they're gonna get better communication than they've ever gotten. They're gonna get daily updates. They're gonna get f uh, photos, videos um, to accompany everything. Number one, to document what they're buying from us. But number two, so they can have a story to pass along to ownership. Turns out it's also a great selling tool along yep. the way. So it, I mean, it boosts sales. Um, you spend a lot of time on the front end building something nice for the customer and then it takes a little bit more steps along the way to keep up with. But what we're doing is we're creating a story, a storyline. Um, and I think in any business that's important, right? 100%. So we're, we're, we're building stuff, we're creating stories through documentation of photos, videos, et cetera. Um, and then also, you know, it's kind of a receipt for what they're getting from us. They're getting, yeah. a, uh, you know, hey, here is your project. Here's what happened at the beginning. Here's the change orders that occurred. And then here's the final product for you, which is great for when they go to pass the building along or they go to sell it or you know, ownership wants to know why it's important that they spend X amount of money on a capital project or a capital expenditure, um, it's very easy for them to pass along. Yeah. And so that's what differentiated NPP and what spun up us building Spot On Site because yep. we were using so many tools to try to accomplish this. We were, it was, uh, <laughs> it was crazy. three, huh? four, five, and then just the amount of time it took, I mean, because we pump out a ton of estimates, yep. weekly, you know, monthly, and annually. So we're like, dude, this is, it's working because our clients love the presentation. You know, they see the project from, like you're saying, cradle to grave. Yeah. Um, but it's it's making us a lot better and a lot more efficient, um, especially like 
handing over work orders to our guys. We're not missing areas as much. So, yep. Um, yep. you know, I, I would agree with you that the technology aspect of this, of the contracting space is much needed and it's helped us tenfold. For sure. So, for sure. you know, and that's why we decided to jump into it and actually take it to market because we used it for a year internally. Yep. Then we took it to market this February, February 7th, because we're like, dude, if we are seeing such success from this, we know number one, other contractors can do it. Not every contractor wants to go out there and scale and build a huge business. Some don't, but the ones that do and want to elevate their presence, their game, raise their standard, they need to start getting into tools like this or whatever tool is going to make them look better on the forefront um, to give their customers a better experience. But we also noticed that our customers, property managers, were doing they were, they're almost like contractors in a sense that they're like dinosaur aged when it came to showing us work, you know, how many times have we gone out meetings? I guarantee every estimator can vouch for this to where they have like a piece of paper or, you know, their email that they sent you and then pictures on their phone and said, Hey, here's what I need. Here's what I need to get done. Then we're like, all right, so where is it at? then they try to explain it over an email or we have to meet them on site for them to walk us to what needs to get done. It's just one pothole or one blowout or yep. you know, the small stuff that people waste their time on to show people is what we're like, okay, there's a gap right there. Huge, yeah. huge. I mean, you, you mentioned it yourself. How many times, and I remember, gosh, man, on my sales calls, like being, uh, you know, early 20s and stuff, like going through these walkthroughs with clients and they're taking pictures we're looking at asphalt but they're taking pictures of shrubs they're taking pictures of oh my gosh you know this light needs to be replaced man this sprinkler lines out and so they're you know they're taking pictures or they're writing notes yeah and i'm like man these guys have a lot on their plate how do they keep it all straight and i think the answer is i don't think there's a there wasn't any particular way or any set tool that they had to do it no. And so, you know, their way of documenting things needed to be done the same way that we were trying to give them stuff back. And so it was a great, great tool that we've realized that our cl our clients actually use and they like as well. Absolutely. It's like we're standing across the fence staring at each other from different angles. They yes. need to use it for a reason. We need to use it for a reason. But the goal for why you need to use it is to get your properties maintained. We yep. want to do work for them. They want us to do work for them to fix the issues. So, you know, having a tool that they can hopefully all talk on one day is the, the end goal, but. 100%. That's why. And, and you know, I've got a, a close friend of mine. She works for a very well-known multifamily property management group. Um, they lost their property to another property management group specifically because of so many complaints about maintenance issues that were not being documented or taken care of. And she said specifically, it was stuff that we were trying to get done, but it was getting, the ball was getting dropped from, from point A to point C, people were fumbling. Now, how much money did that cost them? Millions, yeah. millions and millions of dollars. And so having a tool that's so inexpensive to be able to help them um, ensure their relationships and, and documentation brings this, uh, you know, it's, it's worth its weight in gold. For sure, for sure. Yeah, I mean, we'll get more and more into it as you yeah. know, episodes progress because we got 
tips and pointers and things we All see over. that drive us nuts. So yeah. we're ready to get it out. But um, you know, I think this was a good intro to what's to come. You know, we're gonna try to pump these out pretty frequently. Yeah, we'll figure out a schedule for it. You know, we'll make time for it. I've got some good um, good people we can have on here. Absolutely, I'd yeah. love to. And you know, when we post this, if you guys are a contractor, property manager, someone even in the tech space um, that wants to come on, we'd love to have you guys on. Just shoot us a DM, um, comment on us, and then we'll reach out and try to set up some time. Yeah. We're trying to get all perspectives, but again, the goal is to raise the industry standard. Absolutely. If you guys have any questions or, um, you know, any, any requests on topics, let us know. Yep. And, um, we'd love to, uh, love to chat about it with you guys. Want to be a resource. Yep. It is. Yep. So love it. Cool. I'm looking forward to it. I am too, man. Asphalt and apps episode one, check us out. Um, national payment partners and spot on site. And, uh, we'll see you guys next time. All right.